to The Fulfilled Accountant, the podcast that teaches you how to actually enjoy your work as an accounting or finance professional and have a life. Learn the tools to live with less stress and feel fulfilled, happy, and valuable while also creating the success you desire in your career. If you're finished playing the game by outdated rules, you're in the right place. I'm your host, former accountant and multi-passionate entrepreneur turned life coach, Sarah Nemechek. Almost every person I know wishes they had a few more hours available each day, or maybe more than a few. It's always the story of too much to do and too little time to do it. If that's how you're going through life right now, this episode is for you. We all have the same 24 hours available to us each day. So why do we all accomplish such different things and feel so different in that time? How are some people always on the go and doing things with tons of energy and results while others are tired from one or two things and a seemingly light schedule? It's because time is a mental construct developed by humans to help us track how we experience the progress of time and events. Think about how you talk about time. Time flies, time crawls, time stands still. Sometimes an hour feels like an eternity and sometimes it feels like a couple of minutes. Time is always passing in the same way. Your experience of it just shifts based on what you're thinking and feeling. That's how you experience everything in life, actually. It's based on your thoughts. And in this case, what you think and believe about time and you in relation to time. Most of us go through our days and weeks following habits and patterns that we aren't even aware exist. Those habits and patterns are essentially patterns of thinking and habits of acting that are so practiced that you don't notice them. And if you do notice them, you probably believe they are fixed and unchangeable, or at least really hard to change. It's just the way you work, the way your company works, how your energy works. It's who you are, right? Wrong. You control how you experience time. So if you're often feeling behind, stressed, tired, overwhelmed, and overloaded, you can change it. That's what we're talking about today. Rather than simply be a victim of too little time and energy, imagine how different your life would be if you always had plenty of time and energy. What if you weren't so busy that you were constantly rushing between every event and never mentally present with the thing you're doing at the moment? Time itself is not the problem. We aren't actually meant to or able to control time or management. So that whole time management thing is kind of a misnomer. The issue is not that you suck at time management. It's not that you have too much work to do, that you are using the wrong planner or calendar. It's not because you have a bad boss or because you have a team that can't pull your weight. And while some of those could be factors to evaluate, for the purpose of this conversation, we're not going to automatically blame the usual scapegoats for our time problems. Here's why we're talking about this. When you go through each day thinking that you suck at time management or you feel overwhelmed by your to-do list that never ends, you're actually taking actions that lead to the opposite of getting things done and having more time for yourself. Then the quality of your work suffers. You're in a constant state of stress. Your interactions with your clients, team, and even at home are strained. And you get stuck in a constant loop of trying to get ahead, feeling behind, and thinking the only solution is to quit or just accept that this is the only way it can be. That was me through most of my accounting career. And that's not actually necessary. You can create a schedule that actually works for you by working with your brain specifically, rather than trying to force yourself into someone's productivity model. Think about why time management is something you want to change in the first place. What exactly is your struggle? Seriously, make a list and then let's work on it. I want you to think about your schedule this week and your to-do list. What exactly do you think about it? If you're like many of my clients, you're probably thinking, there's too much to do. I'll never get it all done. 
I don't know where to start. I'm not good at managing my time. And so many other thoughts. Note that I called those sentences thoughts. That's because they aren't facts. Anytime my clients present these types of problems to me, I ask them to expand on the details and help me understand exactly what the problem with their schedule or workload is that's causing them so much stress. Often, they'll list maybe one or two big projects or tasks and then a handful of other items. And when I ask them to tell me more, we find that the overwhelming list of work is actually a collection of items that don't take that much time individually. The real problem is almost always a thought and feeling that's blocking them from doing the things on their list. Things like not wanting to call a delinquent client and talk about collecting late payments, having a performance review conversation with a friendly but only barely competent employee, or even just deciding where to go for lunch today with the group. They talk about feeling decision fatigue, having no control over their time or work, never being able to turn off or relax. A lot of this comes from wanting to keep other people feeling good and liking you, or from feeling confused or uncertain about which steps to take and when, for fear of getting it wrong, failing, or being seen as imperfect. Actually, that's a fancy way to explain procrastination. And even if these aren't your overarching issues or you don't notice them this way, you also simply have a lot of work habits that you've been practicing for so many years that you likely aren't fully aware of them as patterns or as a choice. All of these things eat away at your time and energy in ways that you don't even notice. This is why finding the latest time management hack can be interesting and be a helpful action, but isn't necessarily a long-term solution that actually changes your results. When I was working as an auditor, busy season, that wonderful time from January to April, was always a slog. It was about four months of always being at a client site or in the office, working 12 to 16 hours most days and weekends. After several years, I decided the only option was to quit my job. I just couldn't stomach another busy season. I didn't have a new job lined up, but I had enrolled in some art and design classes at my local community college. I was going to do it no matter what. When I gave my notice to one of the partners, she threw me a curveball and offered to let me manage my schedule in a way that would let me still do all my regular work and take the classes, which were all in the middle of the workday three times a week during busy season. So I did just that. I kept my full client load, got my work done just as well, if not better, managed my teams, and went to my three art classes and made all the art for the assignments each week. I even managed to work out, eat well, and sleep every night. Every time I notice myself thinking that I don't have enough time now, I can look back on that year as extremely convincing evidence that time really is a mental construct and that I can use it however I choose. Think of a time when you really wanted to do something and you figured out how to fit it in. That's your personal evidence of what you're capable of doing when your thoughts are in line with what you want and when you follow through. So if you want to change how you go through your week, get more done, have more free time and stop feeling swamped and overwhelmed, the best place to start is to figure out what you really believe about your work and your ability to manage it and prioritize it. Did you know humans have as many as 60,000 thoughts a day? We go through our day barely aware of most of those thoughts. We're conscious of the work we're doing, but not the underlying thinking patterns happening mostly on autopilot. Not to mention, the human brain is naturally inclined to look for the negative evidence and thoughts. The ones that make you doubt yourself and feel confused and not take useful actions that actually help you accomplish your goals. Looking for the negative is a primal way that your brain attempts to protect you from perceived danger. But since most dangers are not imminent or life-threatening these days, it really just produces a lot of worry, doubt, and confusion. 
And the underlying thoughts are what make getting things done and creating change difficult. And since so many of these thoughts are not obvious and in your conscious awareness, it's hard to change. You can't change what you don't see. I encourage you to spend a few minutes anytime you're stuck or feeling like you simply don't have enough time and figure out why exactly. Identify your opinions about why instead of quickly dismissing it or finding someone or something to blame. Your strength comes from learning to be aware of and manage your thoughts about time and all the thoughts related to that, like how you think you use, spend, or create time. What is a good use of time and a waste of time? How do you compare yourself with others? How much work do you have? What your obligations are? Are you productive enough? Are you lazy? Your brain is constantly assessing and judging these types of things, and all of that impacts how you manage your time. And when you can recognize the thoughts, the stories, the opinions, and the beliefs that you have about all of this, you can also start to separate that from the few real facts mixed in there. Then you can evaluate and create a plan for change. You want to get all those thoughts and stories out before you start deciding if something's wrong with your boss or if you have too much on your plate. Because a lot of times we just will default to thinking everything's bad. Here are some examples of questions you can ask to help you identify facts. Do you know exactly how long your tasks actually take you? Do you set yourself a calendar and stick to it? Do you make long, somewhat vague and overwhelming lists and just hope that you'll get to it all? Do you do things that aren't on your calendar or list instead of the things that are on your list? And then when you get to the end of the day or the end of the week, do you look at what you accomplished or didn't based on your list and feel like crap and beat yourself up because you're like, oh, I still have so much stuff undone. What did I do? Where did the time go? A great way to assess your facts regarding time is to pretend that you have to present your list of struggles to your boss or in a court. It really gets your brain thinking differently. If you have to provide factual evidence and defend each statement as fact, what comes up for you? That can help you see where your brain is holding on to a story that keeps you from getting something done. If managing your workload is all about how you think and feel, you want to make sure you're thinking and feeling about facts instead of stories. I invite you to really apply these questions to your work and your calendar this week. Ask yourself new questions and challenge what you believe. When you feel stuck or think something can't work out, ask yourself, is that really true and why? Have a great week full of productivity as well as rest. Because ultimately, that's what doing this work can give you. Time for everything you want. Thanks for tuning in and remember to come back for more each week to keep your brain operating at its highest level so you can enjoy your accounting and finance career while also having a life you love. Want even more tips on living a life you love while feeling less stressed and more fulfilled in your accounting and finance work? Get on my email list where I share new perspectives every week. Seriously, I think you'll enjoy these emails. Sign up at the link in the show notes or by visiting my website at sarahnemachek.com.